0: In 2014, we all heard this.
1: The United States of America is changing its relationship with
0: the people of Cuba. But Cubans heard something else. A A closing door, an end to their special status, and the race was on. How a 90 mile journey by sea became a 3,000 mile trip by land. Find Radio Ambulante on the NPR One app or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: From NPR and WNYC, coming to you from the Theater at Ace Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. It's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia, Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
3: Thank you, Jonathan. We are so excited to be here in Los Angeles for a special celebrity edition of Ask Me Another for Famous contestants are here to play our nerdy games Darcy Carden, Brett Gelman, Missy Pyle, and Paul Shear. But only one will win a prize more coveted than a Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award. And that is an Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube. And to top it off, our special musical guest is Amy Mann. I love coming to Los Angeles, and now I even love it more because it is the future home of the Olympic Games. Yeah. I love the optimism of this place because you guys actually think there will still be a Los Angeles in (laughs) 2028. Yeah. But then again, it's Hollywood, right? Maybe we can just fake the whole thing on a soundstage on the moon. Let's meet our first two celebritestants. First, you know him from Human Giant, The League Veep, and he has a podcast called How Did This Get Made? Please welcome Paul shear Thank you so much. Paul, you played Stevie, a TV producer on the HBO series Veep. I feel like working on Veep would be incredible, a comedic dream come true, but I don't know. Tell me your thoughts.
1: No, it was an amazing show. One of the best parts of that show, though, was... I got a call from the showrunner, Dave Mandel, who worked on Seinfeld and uh, Curb and all these great shows. And he said, here's the deal. I can't tell you who you're playing and you don't have a name. Just come to set and we'll figure it out. And I said, great. But I think the one thing... Is like people come up to me like, wow, you're really like a real a hole on yeah. that show. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think so, but I think everyone is so nasty that I didn't even realize. like By levels, I'm pretty much on the same oh, level. Like, I, we're I, all yeah, nice. There's yeah. no
3: way. Like, yeah, for someone to say, wow, you're a real a hole in the show is like either they don't understand the yeah. show or they really think that you're doing like a really top a hole job. Yeah, I should I take mean, it. That's actually that's a, feather in my, uh, a feather in
1: my butt, my a hole. Fantastic.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Let's meet your opponent. You know her from Broad City and the movie Other People. She currently stars as Janet in The Good Place. Please welcome Darcy Carden. Hi. (laughs) Uh, Darcy, so you play Janet on The Good Place. So Janet is part robot Part human? Is that That's an fair? easy... That, I think that's fair. Like Alexa and Siri, but human form? Y- I think that's a good way of explaining it. Okay, so I'm just wondering, as an, as an actor approaching that role, obviously you don't have any uh, half-human, half-robot influences. Right. So how do you decide... Where do you find that performance, or how do you create that?
4: I think when I got into it, I thought it would be simpler than it was... One time, I was at a party and I'd never experienced Alexa before. If you guys know Alexa, mm, yeah, and somebody ordered. By the way,
1: you've just turned on everyone's Alexas
4: <laughs> all I know.
1: across the country.
4: But the, the <laughs> host of the party sort of yelled at Alexa, like, "Turn off the lights and turn the music," in a way that was like so upsetting to me. But it really kind of like deeply affected me. And her response was so positive and lovely, and I was like, "That's Janet." I think part of the Alexa or Siri thing should be you have to say please in order to get her to do that's what you a, want. A, I like it. It should be
3: please not just her name I don't Alexa. Know. It's
4: the first time you should have to say please and then you're allowed to scream at her. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, right.
3: Once just you the, establish a loving relationship right. then you can just go. All right. Okay, Darcy and Paul, this is a star-studded show, as you know. So many stars. so we're doing things a little bit differently. You're going to play three games against each other, and whoever gets the most points overall will move on to the final round. (sighs) It's going to be great. Let's go to your first game. It's a trivia game called Parental Advisory. Spoiler alert. We're going to ask you to guess a film based on the MPAA's written explanation for its rating. Buzz in to answer. Here we go, your first one. Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet star in this 1997 film, rated PG-13 for, quote, disaster-related peril, violence, nudity, sensuality, and brief language. Paul. Titanic.
4: That is correct, yes. (laughs) But I also knew that.
1: Yeah, of course.
2: This 2010 Tim Burton film was rated PG for, quote, Fantasy action, violence involving scary images and situations, and for a smoking caterpillar. Darcy.
4: Alice in Wonderland. That's right. I'm sure you knew that.
3: In 2016, the third installment of this animated children's film franchise was rated PG for, quote, martial arts action and some mild, rude humor. Paul.
1: (laughs) It's wrong, but I'll say... Cars three? Mmm, interesting. Cars three. Good, that yeah, was, I yeah. knew it was wrong because the martial arts, but I just wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say Cars three. what was the year? Yeah, you can you can
4: 2016. steal. Two thousand sixteen. Sixteen. It's okay. Just say <gasps> whatever you I'm, got. What I'm thinking is Lego Movie, which of course is wrong, but I said it. Good <laughs>
3: ideas, both of you. Thank yeah. you.
4: <laughs> we were looking for
3: Kung Fu Panda. Oh. Three. Dory!
4: So doy.
3: Which I know you guys watch those all the time,
5: right? Actually,
4: I cl- was in do- one. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs>
5: You're- you should be fired. <laughs> Which one? you yeah. your Which money one? back.
1: Uh, in the Kung Fu Panda Christmas movie, um, I played the voice of Victor Garber, who would not, was not asked to do the Christmas movie.
4: Do you do a Victor Garber impression?
1: No. <laughs> I just did my own voice. <laughs>
3: In 2004, this animated sequel was rated PG for, quote, some crude humor, some suggestive content, and a brief substance reference for a scene where knights arrest Puss in Boots and find catnip on him. Paul. Shrek 2. That is
4: correct. Oh, Paul, that's really good. That's good.
2: This is your last clue?
4: Son of a... (laughs) You're okay. Plenty of time.
2: All right. Plenty plenty of time time I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton team up in this 1996 film rated PG-13 for its, quote, intense depiction of very bad weather. (laughs) Paul. Twister. Twister is correct. Did you know it?
4: But you know I knew
3: it. You knew. I knew you knew it. You know I knew it. All right, Puzzle our Archung, how did our contestants do? After
0: the first game, Paul is in the lead.
3: Oh, really? Our next game is about self-help books. We found it on Goop. But first, let's check in with our contestants. Now, Paul, I, you live in L.A., but I know I do. You, you came up through the Upright Citizens Brigade improv yes. scene in New York City. Mm -hmm. And you were there like, kind of in the beginning amazing years. Yeah, I was at the UCB Theater
1: when it was in a five-floor walk-up above a hardware store um, (laughs) that the elevator didn't hold more than two people or it would break.
3: And and shows at at UCB are just sold out all the time. Was it like that right from the beginning? No,
1: no, no. I remember doing a show for one person, (laughs) um, and then we decided... We would chase him out. (laughs) So uh, we were doing a sketch show, and we had this, like, little baby, like a little, uh, you know, like plastic. And um, we just put a roll of masking tape on the baby's head and then ran around the baby in a circle. All five of us, me, Rob Riggle, Rob Hubel, and just chanted, Bellhop baby, bellhop baby, bellhop baby. Until the person left. <laughs> um, it's so totally... it was like, we didn't appreciate that there was one person there. We're like, screw you for showing up. <laughs> Eventually it changed, and then there were a lot of people <laughs> there. And there were more than one. But there was one person who saw a very special rendition of Bellhop Baby. <laughs>
3: Darcy, you're a fixture of the L.A. improv scene, UCB, to
4: Upright Citizens Brigade. So, okay, you said no to stand-up. Yeah, I did. I know it doesn't seem different than stand-up, but it is such a different kind of brain than stand-up. Well, it's like
1: one thing is a solo sport and the other thing is
4: a team sport. Right. So what was it about improv for you that captured your soul? It's funny. When I saw my first improv show, which this is too weird because Paul was in it. Really? What? It was an an Cat at UCB New York. Okay. And I sat in the front row and it really was like one of those moments where I was like, I see God. <laughs> I just was like, this is what I want to do. But you just have that moment, whatever whatever it is you do. When you saw your first surgery and you knew you wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> when you saw Brewster's
1: Millions and you works. realized, I want to play minor league baseball and get a million dollars.
3: Let's go to your second game. In this game, we're going to give you the title of a self-help book. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you're going to tell us if it's a real book or one we made up. Right. Okay, you don't need to buzz in. We're going to alternate back and forth. Here we go. Here we go. Darcy. Yeah. How to avoid huge ships, real or fake? Fake. (laughs) I'm sorry, that is real. Good for that book, honestly. The answer is go around. But it is (laughs) it is actually written for small boat operators to give you advice what to do when you encounter a huge ship.
4: That should exist. (laughs)
1: It's a great book. Good read. A good beach read.
3: Paul, how to lose weight while driving.
1: Hmm, I'm going to say that is a true book.
3: I'm sorry, that is fake. Oh!
1: Can I take the idea for that book? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Darcy, how yeah. about this one? Shut up, stop whining, and get a life. That's, Real or fake? That's true. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. All right, Paul, cosmetic yeah. surgery for dummies. <sighs> I am
1: going to say <sighs> false. I'm sorry it is real
3: You can't do surgery for dummies It's not a how-to book It's just about getting it (laughs) Ah, I knew it My gut was like say it, say it But I didn't (laughs) Darcy, how to avoid hipsters I'm going to say real Sorry that is fake Yeah of
4: course it is There's no way to avoid them
3: Paul yes. knitting with dog hair, real or fake? Fake. <laughs> Too bad, it's real.
4: Oh my no. Not, What kind of dog? How
3: long is that dog hair?
4: <laughs> the Ewie.
3: subtitle is better: a sweater from a dog you know and love than from a sheep you've never met.
6: Wow. Oh. <laughs>
3: All right, great game. Let's go to our uh, Puzziger Archung. How did our
0: contestants do? Not all the points there, but after two games, Paul is still in the lead.
3: Yeah, big whoop. Coming up, Jonathan Colden will sing about other things that the letters L A could stand for, like lazy agent. And we'll meet our next pair of contestants, Brett Gelman and Missy Pyle, plus special musical guest Amy Mann. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. <laughs>
2: I'm Josh Barrow, host of KCRW's Left, Right & Center podcast. Each week, join me and my panel of political visionaries for a civilized and informed debate from all sides of the ring. It's your antidote to the self-contained opinion bubbles that dominate today's political coverage. Get it at KCRW.com slash LRC or wherever you download podcasts. This is Ask Me Another, NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and Trivia, coming to you from Los Angeles, California. I'm Jonathan Colton, here with puzzle guru Art Chung. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
3: Thank you, Jonathan. We're here in L.A. playing our nerdy games with famous people. Our first pair of celebrity contestants, Darcy Cardin and Paul Shear are about to play their third game, Whew. where Jonathan Colton turns SoCal songs into ZeroCal songs. <laughs> But first, let's check in with Darcy and Paul. Darcy, you are obsessed with One Direction. (laughs) You laugh, but it's... With or without Zayn.
4: Yeah, I am an OG. Um, So definitely, I have so much love for Zayn, but I also want him to follow his heart. Yeah, sure. And I want them all to follow their hearts. But what is it about One Direction that you love? It doesn't make any sense. It's not really, like, my deal. I'm not, (laughs) like, obsessed with boy bands. But as soon as I saw them at SNL, when they did their first, like, American show, and I was like, what is... I thought it was a Christian band <laughs> right and then they one started direction and I was to god like, yeah, that's right exactly yeah. and then i saw them and it really was like somebody turned the temperature i don't know are you up, attracted down, to them or are you just into their music you're you're asking a question that i can't answer all right
3: <laughs> paul you're obsessed with bad movies I am. Yeah, Yeah. so much. You have a podcast where you discuss them called How Did This Get Made? Indeed I do. So, okay, how do bad movies get made? I'm sure no one sets out to
1: make a bad movie. No, look, everybody thinks they're working on a great movie, but you don't know until it's too late. And I have developed a few rules to determine if you're in a bad movie. Uh, Rule number one. The logo card for the movie is way too elaborate. Um, I would say another thing is when you go to a sink, uh, fill your hands with water and then put it on your face and then look at yourself, yeah. that's a sign of a bad movie. Interesting. Um, <laughs> when you can tell most of the actors are wearing wigs, bad movie. Oh, yeah. Just when you can tell that they're wearing wigs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
3: good to know. <laughs> All right. After this game, the contestant with the most points overall will move on to our final round, and the loser will have to deal with stacked parking at the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> Puzzaker Archung, remind us how our contestants are doing. Paul is in the lead, but there are a whole lot more
0: points up for grabs in this game. You're in luck. All right.
3: Because your third game is a music parody oh. called La La and... And Jonathan Colton is going to lead it, so take it away.
2: In this game, we rewrote songs about Los Angeles to make them about things with the initials L.A. Buzz in and tell me what the thing with the initials L.A. I'm singing about is. If you get that right, for a bonus point, you can name the song or the artist I'm parodying. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, here we go. I don't ever want to feel Botox in my face. Give me something for the pain. In that specific place When you're pulling out my tooth I will not complain That's because my face is numb From the
4: Novocaine Can we ask for a hint? How does yeah. the hints work?
2: Yeah,
1: Archung, how about a hint from Archung? I, I feel like I'm, I have the L, I, I just know. don't have the A
0: Well, it's the thing that makes your face numb At the dentist
1: Oh! Ah. Local anesthetic oh, And that is it's correct. Red Hot Chili yeah. Peppers Good job,
3: Paul Really wow, good that job. That was a tricky one. That yeah, was, that's
1: good. You got that the was bonus a tricky one. Well. Yeah. What
3: was the L that you had in mind? I, I
1: had laughing gas originally. Oh, is that what you
4: were laughing on the, ass? Yeah.
1: Laughing ass. Laughing
4: ass. So I knew it was yeah. wrong.
2: I had, I had that for a period of six months. It was really embarrassing. All right, here we go. It's a dog breed considered lucky. Ancient dog breed. They're small but plucky. They were guard dogs into bed. And their name is the capital. Long-haired and fluffy.
4: Long-haired and fluffy. Darcy. Uh, Lhasa Apso. Yes. Yes. That's
2: ah. Wait. Very nice. That was great. For a bonus point, can you name the song or the artist? Long-haired and fluffy.
6: <laughs> Time is up,
2: right? I Art? know
4: it's up. I
2: just, as long as she keeps doing this, she can keep going as far as I'm concerned.
4: <laughs> what, what Would you it? like to know the answer? Yeah.
2: yeah. It's California Love by Tupac. <laughs>
4: featuring Whoa, right Dr. Dre. Long haired <laughs> and Chinese. fluffy. That's the best. Long
2: haired and, <laughs> and fluffy. That's the song. Long haired and fluffy.
4: That's the best song.
2: He's not just a well-known stand-up comic. He was a cartoon dude, hosted Family Feud. Now he's the mother of Zach Galifianakis in the Baskets crew. Won an Emmy too. Paul
1: Louis Anderson that is correct artist um, your song I don't I know this song but I don't know it
3: <laughs> what
1: wow wait 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 sorry um,
2: let, me, let me give you
3: a hint the pressure haired and but fluffy, fluffy.
1: <laughs> I don't know okay, I, I forgot okay. I've already, okay. forgot the, okay. I've already forgotten okay. what it sounds
2: like okay Paul
1: it sounds that's like the issue that I'm welcome having welcome
4: to the hotel California wait just sing me a
1: line of it again so I just understand <laughs> the. I, I, just that was it that was it
4: Eagles. Eagles. Eagles out. They made us drink backstage. They made us I drink. I just saw
1: Glenn
2: Fry a week ago, and he sang that.
4: Literally. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. This is your last clue. Alan Rickman, Emma Thompson, Kieran Knightley, Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, and Laura Linney. You Grant is the prime minister. This British movies in its prime at Christmas time. Darcy.
4: Love Actually, but I...
2: I know this one.
1: You do? Because oh I don't
4: know the song. Yeah, I know this one. I, I oh, got... where's the boo? No. Where's the boo? <laughs> no, because I, I, they know me. They know my heart. All I'm going
1: to say is this person brought Toy Story music to fame.
4: Oh, um, I love L.A.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Randy Newman. That's correct.
2: Archung, how did our
0: contestants do? After three amazing games, congratulations. Paul, you're headed yeah, to the final on. round. Yeah. A fierce competitor. I wouldn't want to lose to
3: anyone else. <laughs> Darcy Cardin, everybody, stars in season two of The Good Place on NBC. Get up for Darcy Cardin. Hi guys.
4: Thank you so much for having me.
3: It's time to bring out our special musical guest, please welcome to our stage our friend Amy Mann Hello hi Amy welcome back Thank you yeah it's so nice to see you again and you know it's been a while since we had you on the show you've a new album called Mental Illness Mental Illness yeah. I love I love it I now I mean I love the title but then I heard that you decided to name that and the theme of it kind of based on a joke about people tend to pigeonhole you and your music. Well, actually,
7: the person who made that joke was Jonathan Colton. <laughs> okay, uh, that is because, true. Uh, he asked me what the record was about, and I said, "Ah, it's my you know usual songs about mental illness." And he said, "Oh, we should call it Mental Illness," thinking he was being snide and hilarious. But as soon as he said it, I sort of felt like, "Yeah, now I can't call it anything else." But, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So you're going to play one of your new songs for us, Patient Zero, which I think is especially appropriate uh, as it's about L.A. and how narcissism is uh, kind of a a disease, an infectious disease. So what was the inspiration behind Patient Zero in particular?
7: I met uh, Andrew Garfield, the actor at a party. This was quite a while ago. and He was just moving out here, and he struck me as like a real artist who was a very sensitive person, and I remember kind of feeling like, oh, geez, I really hope this, because I knew he was about to do Spider-Man and kind of be rocketed into this huge world. And I just felt like I hope this, this life does not eat him alive because he, he seemed a little too sensitive for it. So that kind of inspired me to write a, a song that was like that type of Hollywood story where the person is eaten alive. Yeah, so.
3: All right, let's hear it. One, two, three.
6: Oh. They served his champagne like a hero When you landed someone carried you back From here on out your patience zero Smelling ether as they hand you the rack. Life is good You look around and think I'm in the right neighborhood But honey, you just moved in Life is grand And wouldn't you like to have it go as planned Go as planned Hip, hip, hooray, hocus pocus with some magic you can fly through the air but When you're the guy pulling focus There are people who will wish you were there Life is good You look around and think I'm in the right neighborhood But honey, it's just moved in Life is grand And wouldn't you like to have it go Let's play.
3: And Colton. It's time to meet our next two celebratestants. First up, you know her from Galaxy Quest, Dodgeball, and Gone Girl. She stars in the new YouTube Red series, Impulse. Please welcome Missy Pyle. Hello. I'm very excited to be here. Missy, you have been in so many great projects. There's even I read an article that is titled uh, Missy Pyle has been in half of the movies you've seen. I mean, you've really <laughs> done some incredible Hi, stuff. so true. But for right? <laughs> oh, my God. But I'm just wondering, for you, like, what is a standout project? Is it something that particularly challenged you, or is it just the last thing you did?
5: Um, that's very kind of you to say. I mean, I, I will say, like, Galaxy Quest was such a beautiful, magical experience, and it was one of my... <laughs> I know, right? It was my very first movie to do, like from beginning to end, and I still have yet to really top it in experiences. Um, I've had gotten to do some really awesome things, but they're just, I think, to it being. The cast and and the script and the role, and and also just it being my first one. That That was was like the first big one, and it
3: it ended up being excellent. Thank you. Let's bring out your opponent. He currently co-stars as Martin on the BBC Three comedy Fleabag. He's in season two of Stranger Things, and he co-wrote and stars in the new movie Lemon. Please welcome Brett Gelman. Hello. Welcome, Brett. Now you also appeared in something I loved, which is the late Joan Rivers web series in bed with Joan Rivers, where you show brought with you a (laughs) headshot of hers that you have from your bar mitzvah. Yeah. That she signed for you. Yeah. Did you request that of her?
8: My mother did. Which, if there's any Jews out here, uh, I'm sure that's not a surprise. Yeah, she wrote, she got uh, all of these headshots from this guy in Vegas, plus this address book, and wrote to all of these comedians and said, you're my son's favorite comedian. (laughs) And then I showed that to Joan. She's like, when was your uh, bar mitzvah? Because this was my 1985 nose.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So Missy and Brett, you'll play three games against each other. Whoever gets the most points overall will move on to our final round. So let's go to your first game. It's a trivia game called Star Map. The answer to every clue is a geographic location. It could be a country, a U.S. state, or city. However, we're not just giving you a boring geography quiz. The places are also names of famous people.
0: Oh. Yeah, so let's go to our puzzler,
3: Art Chung, and he'll give you an example.
0: So if I said on the way to Havana, you might quote this Jerry Maguire actor and tell the currency exchange to show me the money, you'd answer Cuba, of course, because the actor from Jerry Maguire was Cuba Gooding Jr.
5: Ah,
3: oh. right. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna
5: kill this. All right,
3: okay. Here we go. <laughs> it's the country you're in right now, <laughs> and the country this actor is from. Ugly Betty and Superstore is from. Brett.
8: America.
3: That is correct. Sure, I buzzed the, as too in, early.
8: <laughs> the United States of America, Ferrera.
3: That's right.
2: <laughs> it's fitting that our nation's capital is the setting for her show. Anything else would be a scandal.
8: Brett. Washington, D.C. Carrie Washington, D.C. Carrie Washington, <laughs> yep. D.C. That's right. Yeah.
3: It's a Middle Eastern country bordered by Saudi Arabia and Iraq, and the name of a Chicago Bulls player and Space Jam star. Brett?
8: Michael Jordan. Jordan.
3: Uh, Yeah, that's correct.
8: I'm really into saying the full name, even though that's not the name of the place.
3: I've been everywhere like the capital of Arizona, which shares its name with the actor who played Johnny Cash in Walk the
5: Line. Missy. Phoenix.
3: That is correct.
2: It's the city where you'd find Disney World and maybe someday a Lord of the Rings ride where you might see the dreamy Brit who played Legolas. Brett, Orlando. Orlando is correct. Oh, boy. Orlando
5: Bloom. I was trying to remember who's... uh... Name was, was Anaheim in the, in the film <laughs> business. Yeah, Jimmy Anaheim. Tom Anaheim. He played Frodo. Oh,
8: yeah. It's, uh, That's yeah, Jim Jim Anaheim. Jim
5: Anaheim.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Boom. All right, let's go to our puzzle, guru, our chung, and see how our contestants did.
0: After our first game, Brett is in the lead.
3: If you're not famous but would like to be public radio famous, come be a contestant on our show. Find out how at amatickets.org. Coming up, we're going to talk about cars on public radio. We should actually spin that off into our own show. I have a great title for it. How about Auto Chat? I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR! <laughs>
0: Hey, it's Puzzle Guru Art Chung here. Just wanted to let you know we've got some great guests coming up at the Bell House. On November 13th, we've got Mojan Marno from the NBC series The Blacklist. And on December 5th, we're taping our holiday episode with special guests and surprises. You won't want to miss it. Information and tickets at amatickets.org.
2: This is NPR's Ask Me Another, coming to you from Los Angeles, California. I'm Jonathan Colton, here with puzzle guru Art Chung. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
3: Thank you, Jonathan. Today, famous people are playing our nerdy games. Our celebrity contestants, Missy Pyle and Brett Gilman, are about to play a game about the movie makers who are heard but never seen but first, let's check in with Missy and Brett and see how they're doing. Missy, you were invited to Sigourney Weaver's house for a dinner party. I imagine this
5: was after working with her on Galaxy Quest. What was that like? Well, I was like 21 or 2 or 6. I think it was 26. Um, <laughs> and I remember just being really excited to be invited along. And she split everybody up.
8: You know? oh. So like, I sat next
5: to her husband and she sat next to my date. And it was sort of like just... Very um, sexy in Hollywood. Um, and then she told me to, to steal my costume. Oh, from, did you steal your costume? I did. What?
8: <laughs> did she steal hers?
5: I guess. Let's call her.
3: <laughs> Why not? Is, is that a thing that happens often
5: that people. That see? does Weaver. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> no, I don't know. She just was like, you should, you should take your costume. And then last day, just take it. And so I did. And then I gave it to my, I auctioned it off at my drama, oh. like my high school. And That's I was nice. so, I'm so angry. <laughs> I thought the Galaxy Quest had like a 10-year shelf life. But here we are almost 20 years later. I know. People are still into still it. Still talking about it. It's fantastic.
3: Brett, you co-wrote your new movie, Lemon, with Jenixa Bravo. Yes. Who you're married to. And you said the movie was inspired in part by your own anxieties about everyone living their best life. What do you want people to take away from this movie?
8: I want people to feel less lonely in their own of their own mediocrity and not feel so ashamed of life feeling like a plateau of failure at times and in your own anxiety that you won't achieve what you want to achieve in your life. Wow. So
3: I I'm
0: gonna I, watch I, it on a loop.
8: I think the film. <laughs> I think the film, it's a dark comedy. You watch my character fail, like, for 90 minutes. And it's uncomfortable, but Jenix and I want people to laugh at the dragon. And the dragon, in this case, is failure.
3: Failure. Let's go to your second game. We've got an audio quiz for you called Holy Foley. Foley artists, of course, are people responsible for creating many of the sound effects you hear in movies. So in this game, we're going to play an iconic movie sound effect. And you just have to tell us how it was made. Uh, but don't worry, we're going to give you multiple choices. So buzz in to answer. Here we go. All right, so this is the liquid metal Terminator morphing in Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Okay, how was that made? Was it made a by hip boots walking through a kiddie pool filled with glue. B, a condom-covered microphone dipped in a mixture of flour, water, and compressed air. Or C, by melting plastic action figures. Missy. A, hip boots walking through a kiddie pool filled with glue. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Oh. Brett, can you steal? a B. B, a condom-covered microphone Yeah, dipped in... Flour, water, and compressed air. Yes. That is how it was done. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, that's how it was Thank done. You oh. So much. My Fully. sexual
8: frustration paid off finally. <laughs> once.
3: <laughs> Fully artists practice safe effects. Really too. <laughs> wow. This is a T-Rex roaring in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Is that a combination of slowed down animal sounds, including tigers and elephants? B, nails scraping on a chalkboard, run through an audio filter, or C, a Los Angeles Metro train
5: arriving at
3: the station? Missy. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I just know I'm going to get it wrong, but I'm going to guess anyway. Uh, A. Correct. Ah, yeah. That one. <laughs>
8: That's what my answer would have been, too. <laughs> yeah, it's the sum of all animals.
3: Here's a screeching ringwraith in The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Delightful. How was that sound made? Was it made, A, by putting Brillo pads in a blender, B, a poorly oiled automatic door at a grocery store, or C, director Peter Jackson's wife screaming? <laughs> Missy. A. Why not? <laughs> Sorry, that is incorrect. Uh. Good guess, Brett. Can you steal C? Peter Jackson's wife screaming. Yes. Yeah, her name is Fran my, Walsh. Might
5: It should have been. I should have known
3: with the specifics. This is your last clue. All right. This is the giant boulder from the best action movie of all time, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Okay, what is this boulder, really? Is it A, a bowling ball, B, an elevator, or C, a Honda Civic? Missy. Bowling ball. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. <laughs> Brett, can you steal?
8: Oh, man. Honda Civic. Used to have one.
3: It's <laughs> it a, is, <laughs> a good it's, car. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, uh, it's a reliable boulder. It's very reliable. As well it turns made. out, yeah. that is correct, Yeah. Puzzaker, Archung, how did our contestants do? After two games, Brett is still in the lead. Our next game is about traffic. It normally takes about five minutes to play or 90 minutes during rush hour. Let's check in with our celebratestants. Missy, how
5: would you describe your driving style? I would say I'm somewhat aggressive. (laughs) but I mean, you kind of have to be. I mean, you got to really get in there or somebody's going to get on you getting in there. So do you and feel sand. like people are pissed off at you when you're driving? Only when I'm taking the 101 and, and um, I, but I'm really going over to the 134, but I don't let anyone know until the last second. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about.
3: Brett, what is your driving style? I
5: would
8: say I'm aggressive. A tad rageful. <laughs> Every other driver is usually an enemy. <sighs> And then on top of that I can be very uh, very spacey. <laughs> so <laughs> It's a good combination. Wow. Yeah. It's problematic. I'm a pretty great driver, I'd say.
3: <laughs> All right, let's go to your third game. Uh, has someone from Los Angeles ever told you to take the 10 to the 110 to the 101? They are not killer robots speaking in binary code. That's how human Angelinos talk about freeways.
2: In this game, of fear and I will pretend to be Los Angeles traffic reporters, and you tell us what freeways we are talking about. The twist is we don't actually live in L.A., so the clues are based on whatever we can think of associated with the freeways number.
3: After this game, the contestant with the most points overall... We'll go on to the final round, and the loser will have to stick around after the show and help me workshop this bit I'm working on <laughs> about the difference between Rodeo Drive and Rodeo Road, Aww. called "Yeehaw Chanel." All right. I love I don't that. think it needs any work. <laughs> I mean, you're there. There. Okay. The good news is the points in this game are doubled. <gasps> So I still have a chance. Yeah, it's anyone's game. Hey. It's anyone's game. All right, here's your first one. There's an adorable pileup on the longest U.S. route in California. Dozens of Dalmatians are clogging the HOV lane. They've just escaped from Carella Duville, who wanted to make them into a fur coat. Brett. 101. 101. That is correct.
2: <laughs> Unless you're Moses, good luck parting the Red Sea. Brings. On this freeway to Santa Monica, waiting in this traffic will make you want to break every commandment Moses was given on Mount Sinai.
3: Missy. The 10. The 10. That's right. This report is from 1970. A hot new Motown band has brought traffic to a standstill on the Golden State Freeway. Jackie, Tito, Jermaine, Marlon, and Michael Jackson are all dancing across the lanes, singing ABC. Missy. The Five. That is correct. Oh. This is your last clue. Good news, there is absolutely no traffic on the scenic Pacific Coast Highway, save for a single car, driven by our friend Amy Mann, singing about the loneliest number, just like she did in the movie Magnolia. Missy.
5: The one. That is no. correct. You are the one. For me.
3: <sighs> Sorry.
5: All right, puzzleger
0: Archung, it's the end of three games. How did our contestants do? What a great game. Congratulations. Brett, you're moving on to the final round. Missy Pyle
3: has a recurring role on Mom this season on CBS and appears in Jumanji 2. Give it up for Missy Pyle. Before the final round, please welcome back to the stage for one more song, Amy Mann. This is called Roller Coasters.
6: Baby please Roller coasters and ferris wheels You like how it feels Oh
3: my god, one more time for Amy Man. Thank you so much It's time to crown our big winner. Let's bring back our finalists. Brett Gilman co-wrote and stars in the film Lemon. And Paul Shear co-hosts the podcast, How Did This Get Made?
0: <laughs> Puzzle
3: Guru Archung, take it away.
0: Paul and Brett, your final round is called Nobody Walks in L.A. Each answer is a car or other vehicle model. Oh, boy. The clues are literal descriptions of the model name. For example, if I said, the Volkswagen Sport with 18 holes, you'd answer, golf. Because golf is a Volkswagen car and a sport with a lot of holes. We're playing this round like a penalty shootout. You'll each get up to eight questions. The winner receives an Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube, and we'll get an Uber home. The loser gets an Uber pool, which is going to take you on a detour through the valley. (laughs) We rolled a 20-sided die backstage, and Paul is going first. Here we go. Paul. Yes. Yes. The Hyundai first book of the Bible. Uh, Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Oh, it is? <laughs> of course it is.
1: <laughs> I've never heard of the Hyundai Genesis. <laughs> I just knew. I was like, all right, yeah.
0: Brett, the Nissan 3D shape with six square sides.
8: Uh, the Nissan Cube?
0: That's correct. Great. Paul. Yes. The Dodge... Hulk or Thor or Iron Man or Hawkeye? Avenger. That is correct. Brett, the Mazda resident of Panem chose to compete in the Hunger Games. Uh,
8: the Mazda Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
8: I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see those films. I, I don't,
0: <laughs> well, I don't sp- watch
8: franchises that didn't let me audition
0: for them. <laughs> I wish that was the answer, but what we were looking for was the Mazda Tribute. Ah. Paul. Yes. The Mitsubishi, what happens when the moon blocks out the sun? Eclipse. That is correct. (laughs) Brett, the Subaru steakhouse chain that serves the Bloomin' Onion. Subaru Outback. That is correct. Paul. Yes. The Honda person who flies an airplane. Pilot. Honda Pilot is correct. Brett, the Dodge, my smartphone battery died because I left this device at home.
8: Uh, charger?
0: That's right, the Dodge Charger. At the halfway point, Paul is in the lead, four to three. Paul, the Kia star of The Last Man on Earth, Will? Forte. That is correct. Brett, the mini barrel maker or movie star Bradley? Cooper. That is correct. Paul, the Rolls-Royce Andrew Lloyd Webber musical character who sings... Phantom. That's right. Brett, the Ford keyboard button represented by the letters ESC.
8: ESC. Um... Escape.
0: That is correct. Right. Paul, the Honda Epic Greek poem by Homer, the follow-up to the Iliad. The Odyssey. That is correct. Here's a situation. Paul's in the lead, seven to five. Brett, if you get this question wrong, Paul wins the game. Brett, the Volkswagen Book of Maps.
8: Ah, uh, the Volkswagen Book of Maps. The Volkswagen Almanac? No, wait, that's no, not true. No, I'm sorry. Wait, no, no, the Volkswagen. No, what is it? I I'm, lose. Uh,
0: we were looking for the Volkswagen Atlas, so that oh means. Oh my God! Paul, congratulations, you're our winner. Run
8: with
6: me, Cooper.
0: <laughs> Brett <laughs> Gilman.
8: Yes.
3: You were absolutely delightful to have on our show. Oh, I just want to say so that. Much. Thank it's you such an honor so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> and congratulations to Paul Shear. Thank you so much. That is our show. Ask Me Another's puzzle guru is Archung. Hey,
0: my name anagrams to Narc Thug. Our house
3: musician is Jonathan Coulton. Val Jota Cannon. Our puzzles were written by Adam Markowitz, Daniel Thompson, and senior writers Karen Lurie and Jake Keith Van Stratton. Ask Me Others produced by Mike Katz, Travis Larchuk, Julia Melfi, Denny Shin, and Ramel Wood, along with Steve Nelson and Anya Grunman. We are recorded by Damon Whittemore. Ask Me Other was created by Eric Newsom and Jesse Baker. We'd like to thank our media partner, Southern California Public Radio 89.3 KPCC. PCCK. The Theater at Ace Hotel in Los Angeles. Hatch the teetotaler. And our production partner, WNYC. Tune in next week for another star-studded episode from Los Angeles. I'm Harriet Bagonias, Fira Eisenberg, and this was Ask Me Another from NPR. <laughs> Next time on Ask Me Another, it's an all-celebrity show from L.A. with Linda Cardellini, Jeff Garland, Lance Reddick, and Paul Rust. Linda reveals that this is not her first time on a game show. I love game shows. Did you win on Price?
4: I did not. Well, I won a fireplace. I, I bid $1,000. A $1, fireplace?
3: $1. So join me, Ophira Eisenberg, for NPR's Hour of Puzzles,
5: Word Games, and Trivia.